If you like frozen yogurt, paninis, endless toppings, mimosas, and much more, 32 Below Froyo and More is for you. They're located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So make sure you go follow them on social media. Go to Yelp. Give them a great review. They're a community-minded business, and they're doing some amazing things here in North Idaho. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Okay, I have Jake with me, and I am so excited to chat with this guy. If you do not know him, you need to. Um, The best word to describe Jake would be like therapeutic and calming. I mean, this guy, yeah, very just, I mean, easy to chat with. So um, first of all, he's tattooer. He does fitness, uh, breathing guru, um, a little bit of everything. We'll dive into more what you do. Um, So first of all, Jake, thanks so much for joining me. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. This is super duper fun. Yeah. And so I was just telling him I'm actually in my van this week. And so I'm doing all my podcasts from my van, which is super fun. And I get to talk to my people on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty sweet setup. I mean, yeah. everything 2021 goes, it's just like everyone's more connected just differently now. So that, there's a silver lining. I agree completely. So Jake, please tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're up to and like what you're doing um, a little bit about who you are. Well, I am a dude and I have been tattooing. Well, in, let's see, in April 1st, I will be tattooing for nine years at Call of the Wild Tattoo mm-hmm. in, uh, in Coeur d'Alene. And that's been a super rewarding, pretty positive experience. And then just the positions that my body is in while I'm tattooing was leading me down a path that was less than optimal. So that's when I got into fitness very selfishly. And then learned that other people need help just the same way I need help. So I uh, put myself in a position to undergo education so I could actually teach people what I was learning and what I was teaching myself and all my discoveries and and stuff like that. So basically all I do revolves around causing discomfort. (laughs) (laughs) That is so spot on. (laughs) All I do is hurt people or I convince people to hurt themselves. I love that. And. (laughs) like the fitness you teach and the fitness that you promote it's not like crossfit it's not go to the Mm -hmm. gym it's not go run 20 miles you do something a lot of different unique things so talk a little bit about you know what kind of unique fitness things you do well uh, most people with like a gym background can they you could break everything in a gym down to like squat hinge push and pull but then there's actually like bend and twist So there's these two additional kind of movement patterns that oftentimes go overlooked. So not that I'm bashing on any of the sagittal movements, which is just straight, straightforward. Um, I want to, I want to be able to move and twist. I don't want to just be strong over here. I want to be strong here. I want to be strong in um, all the positions just to kind of fill in the gaps. So from more of a holistic standpoint, Mm -hmm. I like to build strength in the connective tissues and in the connection of the nervous system and my education, um, mostly through uh, a branch below Kettlebell Kings called Living.Fit. I've learned how to tap into the three major metabolic pathways. So I enjoy training those where it's like um, endurance, power, and strength, and trying to tap into those systems to get just really scary strong. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually like 
a great point. I think um, a lot of athletes, so if you're not just working out to get fit and have a nice body and do these things, mm -hmm. I say more of functional sports. So, you know, skiing, um, golfing, those kind of things, that kind mm -hmm. of fitness is so important for, I know when I'm, you know, getting ready for any kind of like sport like those, it's so important to do things that you're not just, like you said, mm -hmm. just one way. I just want to look good and feel good. But then if you're wanting to like prepare for something, it is so important to train in the way that you're talking about. Exactly. And then it's like injury tends to happen past your normal range of motion. So if you're, if you just broaden that and you push those levels of your range of motion out farther and farther and farther, you're I like, I don't like the word injury prevention. Cause if we could prevent it, it would just never happen. And it would magically go away. But we could like mitigate the effects of injury and just make your body basically harder to kill, whether that's time, bears, scorned women, just disease, everything, you know, just trying to be hard to kill. <laughs> I, I just want to be hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing that. <laughs> Please. Please do. So you are a, so you live in Coeur d'Alene. So are you from mm -hmm. Coeur Pretty much. Yeah. Like uh, I grew up in Twin Lakes, which is just like a rock's throw away from Coeur d'Alene. It's kind of out more in the sticks, but a short drive. Right. Exactly. So you're local. So what's mm -hmm. your uh, go-to or favorite restaurant in the Coeur d'Alene, uh, North Idaho area? Oh man. Um, it's rough. I feel like, like there was a time where the, it seemed like every other weekend there was like a coffee shop opening. And now it's like every other weekend there's a new pizza place opening and I have to do my part to try every single one of them. I always find myself going back to uh, Pepe Caldo's because it's it's just family run, it's super small. It's like mom and pop shop. And um, I've just, I've known them for years. They're super great people. Um, it's just on Ironwood. Yeah, I was like, where is this? Yeah, they used to be right next door to the corner bar and I lived around the corner from them. So I would, I would literally go like catch a buzz at the corner bar and then go hang out at the pizza place instead of hanging out at the bar because the pizza place was so much fucking cooler than this like shitty little dive bar. <laughs> and, um, and because they were right next door to a bar, they were just open super duper late. So they would um, they'd stay open until like one or two in the morning. So when I was a, a younger man and uh, less likely to feel the effects of not getting a full night's sleep, then um, it was just it was a great place. You know, it's like have a cocktail after work, go over, get some pizza, just walk home. And it, it was a perfect setup. And now they're, um, they're on Ironwood right now. Oh yeah. I had, I had no idea. See, this is why I asked this question. It's selfishly mm -hmm. for myself. So I know other restaurants to try. Yeah. If, uh, if you're not into pizza, I really like uh, Paragon Brewing. Mm. Uh, they got Scotch eggs. The Scotch eggs are killer. <laughs> and um, anyone locally that's listening to it right now, they just, tapped their barrel aged scotch ale so it took the it's called the caber fay that's i think it's gaelic i don't know what it means but super duper good and they aged it in a uh, maker's mark barrels for like a year wow that sounds delicious it's wonderful <laughs> i love dark beer <laughs> so outside of um you know your tattooing your fitness mm -hmm. um you know, are there any other hobbies that you enjoy to do besides, I guess, being active and um, anything else that you like to do? Um, just recently, I kind of got into like hot yoga because I hate it and it's terrifying. So I was like, I should probably do more of this. I guess it kind of falls within the fitness there, but it's just kind of like uh, I like to play video games. I like to draw like really subtle fan art. 
like stuff that looks cool for everybody but if you're a fan of like the the show or the game or the series or whatever then it it resonates deeper there and um yeah i guess it's most of my hobbies have to do with like what i get paid to do really i'm just trying to get money for all my hobbies is I well, think honestly <laughs> most people i talk to i must be just drawn to people that are like obsessed with their careers or like enjoy it. <laughs> because i hear so many people are like well actually my hobby is my job because i actually enjoy doing it and like i just get paid for doing it yeah yeah just trying to get trying to get to the point where it's like i just i love what i do you know, and it's just trying to build things like that. And since I'm not good at video games and I'm not a super attractive female that's also good at video games, and I'm probably not going to get paid to play video games. So I guess that, that would be a hobby that I'm not getting any uh, financial support from there. <laughs> I love it. Um, so your career is you kind of a little bit all over the place of things that you mm-hmm. love and the things you do um, to get paid and um, always tattoo artists. Whenever I meet tattoo people, they always have the best stories and the things that you do. <laughs> Um, are there anything like um, life lessons that you've learned along the way um, that you kind of learned the hard way? Um, oh, absolutely. Um, that is my preferred method of learning actually is the hard way. Uh, if I don't smash my face into something, it tends not to stick, okay. you know? So, but I think like the, the main thing is to speak up quickly when something is in misalignment. So like, don't, don't bear it just speak it immediately and just be like, Hey, I think this is fucked up. And then with that kind of clarity, then most of the time it just ends up solving itself like immediately instead of me, like building this resentment towards like a person or a thing or something like that. Then it's like, I could just get it out there immediately. And uh, a big thing I learned was like, if I don't tell you, you don't know. So I need to tell you, it's my responsibility to communicate that in a way that doesn't, you know, suck for everybody. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point in uh, anything in uh, mm-hmm. friendships, relationships. Like, you can't read someone's mind. You you know, mm-hmm. you have to tell them. So I think that's a that's a great point. Yeah. Um. So you're out there inspiring people and doing some really cool stuff. What inspires you um, to be your best self? Uh, I actively strive to be the person that I needed when I was younger. So it's trying to like reverse engineer and stuff be like, well, instead of like the classic, like man, the fuck up trope, you know, then it's like, cool. What would I have actually needed in place of that pretty shitty advice? Mm -hmm. So just trying to continuously be that person. And um, I mean, I end up struggling with like imposter syndrome a lot. Cause like I'll be, let's see, I'll be 30 at the end of February. And I was like, I don't see that as like very old. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, 30, it's all downhill from there. But like, no, I'm still going to be a savage into my forties. Like super not worried about that. But then at the same time, like I feel young. It's like, well, what do you know? Kind of deal. I'll tell myself that all the time. And uh, a recent revelation for me was like, I don't have to be at the top of the mountain to tell people how to climb it. I just have to be like a half a step ahead. And I could be like, hey, man, don't grab that branch. That's not stable. Step right here instead and do something like that. So so that's helped me kind of show up for to be like, you know, inspire myself to kind of keep going where it's just like, oh, there's still all these people in front of me to chase. And there's untold amount of people behind me on the same path to the peak there for the mountain climbers out there. Oh, I love that. Um gosh, I just, I'm just like listening away. I love, I love how you speak and how you, your education, but you're very just smart and wise. You're 
over 30. You act in <laughs> way over your age. And like, 30 my is, back hurts. <laughs> yeah. And, and 30 is just like, you're just starting to like get there. Like, I don't think I'm in my 30s now. And so it's just mm. I'm like, I got so much more stuff to do. Like, yeah, I think I think we live in a, a, an area that if you're not if you're not like married with multiple kids mm-hmm. in your 30s, Ugh, gross, you're not doing it. Right. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second, that's not how I want my path to be. Oh, yeah. so, I think it's just from a small town. You just get oh, for sure. Aren't you get married? How many kids do you have? When do you have kids? Yeah, next Man, kid? I hate that. Or even just telling people that like, I'm not entirely sold on the idea of monogamy and just watching them like foam at the mouth and their nose start to bleed or something. And it's just like, just like, I don't agree with the whole prescriptive kind of bullshit. Be like, well, this is what everyone else is doing. And I was like, well, maybe this entire group of people is a little off. <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And so I think that's really cool about you is that you're not going down the path that everyone thinks that you should um mm-hmm. makes you um you know people are probably even more drawn drawn to you because they're like why isn't he doing this way i'm kind of intrigued mm-hmm. also in the back of their head they're like i wish i could do that too which is like i mean i'm basically a monkey so if anybody sees me doing anything it just takes time like you could figure it out too it's it's like if i'm doing it, it there's no herculean effort it's just repetition and time and learning how to just ask for help exactly i love that um so if you had a billboard and you could put anything on this billboard what would it say or have Hmm. on it i think it would be pause and see and if it wasn't that um if it was a billboard because it's got to be short because you're probably driving and you got to be safe I think it would be a uh, respond, not react. Mm. And uh, just to kind of segue into the, the cold water dips that we do every Sunday that I do with uh, Ape Movement, who I joined, and we can get into that too. It's just trying to put myself into positions where I'm not reactive is, is a really big thing. So then I can pause, I can see it, and I can respond, and I don't have to react. Because generally, like, somebody comes at me sideways, my first reaction is like, fuck you. Yep. Not a very good reaction. My second reaction is like, fuck you politely. And it's, <laughs> it's still not good. So then if I, but if I'm still, I'm able to see what the third reaction is, which is probably closer to my own truth than the first one or the sugar-coated second one. Mm, I love that. That's, and that's actually what I was going to segue in, into <laughs> the cold water mm-hmm. and breathing that you do so could you and I had actually Josh um, and Taylor on not too long mm-hmm. ago on my podcast and yeah. we talked about this um, but you bring in a whole different piece into this whole thing you bring in this like the breathing along not only mm-hmm. like jump in the water feel feel good feel that reaction but also the breathing the technique and what what goes with that mentally as well yeah yeah so with um well I I dissolved my business intent fitness systems and I joined up with eight movement and if you'd like to know, a little spoiler for you and the listeners is February 1st, Ape Movement is rebranding. It's going to be called the Holistic Ape. Ooh. So right now, everybody listening, if it's before February 1st, you can still search Ape Movement on Facebook, on Instagram, and find all of our bright, smiling faces there. After February 1st, though, it will be the Holistic Ape. We're going to have a new website. It looks amazing. Uh, Josh and Taylor fucking crushed it. Of course it is with those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so awesome. And where 
where I shine is not necessarily where they shine and vice versa, for sure. So Josh being able to handle the web design and the video editing, which is his actual job and all of that stuff is just such an awesome thing, being a part of a team like that, instead of trying to one man show it and just basically failing <laughs> at that. So, um, so yeah, we started, let's see, last year, uh, Josh and Taylor would, would join me and it was just really small groups out in the water. And then um, this year, it just, it exploded. You know, we started having more and more people show up. And then that, that put us into a position of, um, not like a position of power, but like kind of a position of authority. So then I, I started leading people through my version of the Wim Hof method to kind of prepare for breathing. And it's a way of like hyper oxygenating your body um, so technically you're not hyperventilating, you're increasing the oxygen in your blood and flushing CO2 out of the system. So you do that before the cold water exposure. And then when you're in the water, just breathe, man. However, whichever hole it goes in, make sure it goes in, make sure it comes out and just, just stay in there, stay calm. But the, uh, the whole Wim Hof method style of like breathing is just, it's really awesome for like, um, Tell people if you do it in the morning before your cup of coffee, that'll be the best cup of coffee you ever have. Really? Yeah, because then you're, you're coming at your caffeine from a, a place of excess because you're already charged, you're already awake and you're just ready to party. And then that sweet hot bean water hits your lips and you're just ready to fucking go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I mean, it. so Jake asked me, he's like, how about, you come and jump the water with us and we'll talk about it on the podcast. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm out of town or I would have, and I promise you, I will, when I am back in town, I will do it. Cause I used to do ice baths after my run mm -hmm. and they, yeah. I mean, I would feel like a hundred, I mean, I'd feel like a million bucks um, mm -hmm. compared to just like, Oh, I'm done running and I'm going to drink my protein shake and I like get ready. And then I'm stiff for two days. Yeah. I would jump in the water, like sit in the cold bathtub for a while. I would well. just feel so much better. I could explain why that works if you'd like. Yes, please do. I was hoping you would say a little more on that. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so when you're, when you're running, you know, especially you're like building up lactic acid and that that's where like the stiffness and the soreness comes from. So when you get into a cold body of water, your body basically goes, shit, we gonna die. So your body intrinsically knows that it, it can sacrifice your limbs and still survive. So what it does is it actually, it starts to squeegee and like pull blood from your fingertips, from your toes, from your extremities, and it starts to draw that in to your chest cavity to insulate your organs. But with that squeeze, with that flush, it's also hitting like your entire lymph system. It's pushing all that blood and stuff out. So you get kind of a reset. So as you get out of the water, your body realizes that it still needs your limbs. It doesn't need to sacrifice them anymore. It basically lets it go. So if you've heard of the uh, Normatec, it's a brand like the Normatec boots. Basically, the, the boots do the, the same thing, just with external pressure. Um, just basically for people that don't know, it's this big boot sock thing that goes all the way up to your hip. You stick your whole leg in there and it starts at your toes, filling up with uh, air, like a balloon or like uh, one of those blood pressure cuffs, but for your whole leg. And it squeegees all the blood out and holds it like that for a while and then lets it go again. Uh, Norma Tech boots are fucking expensive. <laughs> I don't have a pair because I saw that price tag and I was like, nah, dog, not for me. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so the cold does it 
for free. So then when you get all that blood back to your limbs that has been just saturating your lungs and your kidneys and your liver and all that good stuff, you get kind of a reset. So I will crush myself on Saturdays knowing that I'm going to be in the lake Sunday morning. And then Monday, I don't have to make dad noises when I get up or sit down or do anything like that. Mm -hmm. The one when you go, oh yeah, now I'm in my thirties. I do that all the time. I'm like, Ooh, uh, yep. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, doesn't have to be like that. Back to the whole prescriptive way of thinking, you know, it's like, I just don't subscribe to that train of thought. I want to be able to like go back in time at any point in time and kick my ass. Mm -hmm. I love that. Cause like if I have to convince myself of something, I'm probably not going to listen. So I need to be physically dominant over my previous younger self. Yep. That's exactly. And I mean, <laughs> it is, it is a hundred percent true too. And I think I love that it's, you know, it's more than just, okay, we're going to feel good the rest of the week because, you know, you jumped in this cold water, but also mm -hmm. the mental and the breathing with us. Oh yeah. You and I chatted about it. If you wouldn't kind of like, so the listeners can hear or watch mm -hmm. how we can maybe do a little example, um, walk us through something like that. Oh, through the breath work. Yeah. We can absolutely do that. Uh, for the listeners, if you are like me and you like to podcast and drive, then please absolutely don't do this. <laughs> Either pull yeah. over or wait till you get home. Yeah, yeah. Pull over or or you know just pause and come back to it later. So um, basically, I want you to think of your body as like a teapot. So you're not short and stout, but a teapot nonetheless. So teapots fill from the bottom up. So that is how we are going to fill when we breathe. So for, for women, I think it's especially hard because you're taught all of your fucking life from like magazines and, and media and all that stuff to kind of suck everything in. But to get the most out of your lungs, you need to actually push your belly out to make room for your lungs to go down and expand. So that belly expansion, trying to get your dad bod beer gut going is gonna help your lungs expand down and get that full deep breath. So we're going to do 30 to 45 full breaths like that. So you're going to inhale from zero to 100, building tension on the inhale. So instead of squeezing all the air out and tension on the exhale, we're going to build tension on the inhale, filling belly, chest, and head. To exhale, you're just going to relax that tension that you just built. So air is going to leave your face, whichever hole works. If you can, if you don't have a bunch of boogers, your nose works the best. It's better for nitric oxide. Um, I'll get closer to the camera. You could take your fingers and push them into your nose and then peel them back towards your face and kind of push them up a little bit. It's literally like a breathe right strip. Yeah, that makes sense. But you can, like, you could literally force your nostrils open more if you want to get that good uh, inhalation there. So fully in, building tension on the way up and then just relaxing, letting tension come down. So if you guys are listening to this, you're not watching the video, you're going to fill from zero to 100, relax back down to 50 or 60. So the bottom parts of your lungs remain full as we do that 30 to 45 times. That's the first part. The second part is a breath hold. That's the most exciting part. So after we do that 30 to 45 breaths, and I say 30 to 45 because I suck at counting and doing this at the same time. So it's just an approximation. <laughs> um, you're gonna hold your breath on an exhale and see how long you go. For people listening to this, it's not gonna be super exciting, but I bet Tabitha a dollar that she could hold her breath a hell of a lot longer than she thinks she can, especially when her lungs are empty. So I'll pull up a timer on my phone when we get to that point. And for people uh, watching, I'll just hold it up to the camera. 
so we can see. Once you feel like you need to take a breath on your empty lungs, not when you want to take a breath because you want to take a breath pretty quick, but when you actually need oxygen, take a full breath in back to 100, hold and squeeze for 10 to 15 seconds, then let it go. That's one round. Any questions? No, I'm excited. Awesome. So we're going to start kind of slow and then we're going to kind of build it up. As you build it up, think like almost you're trying to suck the birthday candles out. You're not trying to blow them out because you don't want to get Rona on the cake. You know, you don't want to poison everybody at your party. So find a seated position, nice and comfortable, back supported. If you can, that's the best. You could also do this lying down. So you don't have to use any of your erectors. (laughs) Yeah, bye. (laughs) So I'm going to start filling in so belly first and if it helps too you can put like left hand on your belly right hand on your chest and move your left hand first when you inhale fully in and then let it fall out fully in let it go fully in let it go so building tension on the inhale let it go fully in let it go Fully in, let it go. Tension, tension, tension on the way up. Let it go. Fully in, let it go. Fully in, let it go. All right, find your pace and stick with that pace, drawing it in fully in and letting it go. You may start to salivate, that's totally normal. You may start to feel tingling in your lips, your hands, start to feel lightheaded or anything. That's awesome. Just keep it rolling fully in. Let it go. Fully in. Let it go. Feeling all that internal visceral muscles starting to fucking blow up with those big breaths, big lungs, starting to feel the charge. Colors are getting brighter. Good. Let's keep it up, guys. Fully in. Let it go. Are we getting close here? Fully in. Let it go. Let's do five more, fully in, let it go. I'm gonna get the stopwatch ready, fully in, let it go. Two more, fully in, let it go. Fully in, and all the way out, and hold. So stop breathing, just relax. You can close your eyes if you need to. Just sit, how's your body feel? Do you feel tension? Do you feel light? Do you feel heat? Where do you feel it? If you wanna prolong the breath hold, you could swallow. It's kind of a diver trick there. But on full lungs, we're just gonna sit here, chilling. When you're ready to take a breath and you need to take a breath, you can fill all the way back into 100. <laughs> I and need then... some air. <laughs> So yeah, that was basically around. So where did you feel tingly? Did you feel the charge? Did you yeah, start getting well, like, sweaty pits? Yeah, and my yeah. my core started to feel like like almost just opening up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so forcing that big inhalation is basically it's like it's a in, internal massage in a way that's like how like cupping hits differently than yeah. than massage does. But it's like I can't fit my hands inside your rib cage without you dying. So it's just like, it's a really, really good way to kind of reach in there and, uh, and do that. So you made it just shy of 40 seconds with no air in your lungs. I feel like that's decent, right? 
yeah, no, that that's awesome. But that's also now your like your starting point. So the and then you could continue. You could do this over again. So doing this two to three times is some really powerful shit. Like it's borderline psychedelic because I'll open my eyes up after huffing and puffing like that. I'm like the fucking colors are brighter. Everything is sharper. Like I'm so awake and just ready to go. So for the for you, for the listeners, for everybody. Doing this when you first wake up to kind of get that charge, you know, and doing it a couple of rounds. The longest I've gone on a breath hold was over two and a half minutes. Wow. And it was two and a half minutes because I was listening to a song. Uh, the band is called Two Feet. And they have these kind of like short, just bangers of songs. And I like hit play and I started it. And I was just kind of vibing to it. And then the song was over and I gasped. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, damn. And it was like, yeah, it was a, uh, it was really intense. And like I said, if, if I can do it, then it's just time and repetition for that. How many uh, times a day do you do that? I mean, when I do it, I'll do it about three times and I'll do it just like a couple of times a week, you know, and then I'll definitely do it on Sunday to get that charge before I go into the water, you know, and then that really helps mitigate the, uh, the effects of the cold and it helps your body switch into a parasympathetic state so you could use your breath to communicate with your body since it doesn't actually use words so you could communicate to your body that you're safe everything is good you know taking those big deep breaths instead of those shallow frantic breaths lets your body know that you're in a safe place well that's what i was going to say is that i i'm i deal with anxiety really bad especially this last year has been um really heightened for me and Mm -hmm. so i think and I'm not the only one. I mean, it's just crazy for people going through depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, this is something great for anybody dealing with that too. I think it makes you stop and really focus on your breath, mm-hmm. not everything else. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it can be like a drop in the bucket. You know, I'm not saying it will cure anything. And it's like, you know, if, if you're on medication for anxiety or depression, it's like, keep your medication, but you should also be doing things to assist that. So if you're going to fight a war on one front like that, it's going to be really hard to win. But you don't have to read The Art of War to know. If you come in from two sides, you're going to have a lot better options going into it. So you could do things like this to elevate your mood. Um, a quicker thing to do um, if you are stressed out, because I feel like a lot of your kind of type A powerful bosses and lady bosses kind of listeners is uh, I call it the 2X breath. You just exhale twice as long as you inhale. So the math is super easy. You start with like three in, six out, four in, eight out. When you get into the, the longer exhalations, you shut your mouth and breathe through your teeth. Sounds kind of weird, like you're hissing almost a little bit, but it's a good way to establish dominance in a room full of people. Then nobody will fuck with you if you do this. <laughs> <laughs> it but looks like I'm going to be growling, not like hissing. Out. <laughs> that's fine. You get it, girl. Get it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, if a lot of people, like I use like cigarettes as an example, people like, I'm stressed out, I need a cigarette. You could literally have a quote, smoke break. Yeah. You could step outside. You could take a series of deep inhalations and long exhalations and you go outside. You don't have to light any sort of like shitty thing on fire. And I mean, like I'm pro tobacco, but it's like good tobacco. You know, it's like, I'm not going to spark up some fucking camels because I love myself. I'm not going to do that. But (laughs) You literally take a, I'm air quoting right now for people just listening, take a smoke break, go outside, you know, and you could, but you don't need to, you know, put any carcinogens into your body, but just take a fucking breath every once in a while, you know, it's like, take a breath and 
and see what does it feel like? What's your body feel like? Where's your aches? Where's your pain? Where's the, where's the love? Where's the heat? Where's the energy at? And you could, that puts you in your body. And then you could tell your body that you're safe and then you can move forward. Kind of bringing it all back to my billboard quote there. I love, love that. Um, and like I said before, um, another question before we kind of wrap up is yeah. people are going through a really tough time right now, um, whether they've lost their job, whether mm-hmm. you know, mental, physical, they're going through something. People are putting crap in their body right now because mm-hmm. they're coping with everything. What is a piece of advice you could give to someone listening um, that's kind of struggling right now? Um, I think forgiveness of yourself should be instantaneous because like everybody fucks up but if you think of yourself as like your son or your daughter or as your best friend or as your your godson or goddaughter or nieces or nephews or whoever you care about more than you perceive you would care about yourself externally think of yourself that way so then when you do something that isn't in alignment with your goals to help get you out of the stressful situation you don't linger on it and it doesn't become this like downward spiral so then you could just you could move the fuck on faster so if you fall off the horse you just get back on and eventually it'll get to the point where you're falling through the air and you don't even touch the ground anymore you're already back on the horse so it's and it's just that rapid, rapid, rapid state of forgiveness back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It gets to the point where it's like, you're almost always on the horse, but you don't get to live there. You don't get to stay there. It's like rent is due. It's a very, very short lease and they want to take the keys from you immediately. So you have to sign that lease over all the fucking time, but just, just forgive quick. You want to be quick draw McGraw on the forgiveness pistol there on the uh, okay corral. So I, I think that that would be just the advice without getting into like diet or exercise or what to do, just keeping it in between the ears, just forgive as rapidly as you can. So you can move the fuck on and you're not just going to beat yourself with these dead horses. Move the fuck on. I love that. And that needs to be a lot of our life mottos, I think right now, because Mm -hmm. it's crazy. That's for sure. Just ask for help too. Like I'm the fucking worst at that, man. I will struggle and struggle and struggle. Then I'll be like, Hey man, can you grab the other side of that? And then it's like done over with onto the next thing. I'm like, fucking silly goose. What yep. a silly goose. <laughs> silly goose you. <laughs> right. Oh, so if someone is listening and they want to connect with you, whether it's, you know, whatever path it is, whether it's tattooing, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, breath work, um, tell us how to get a hold of you. And then also tell us when and where is this cold water dip? Oh yeah. So We'll start backwards, work my forwards then. So the cold water dip takes place every Sunday morning at the crack of 9 a.m. And uh, it is at Independence Point. We chose Independence Point because that is as close to the water as you could get in your vehicle. So uh, not virtue signaling or looking for a handout, but I do show up early and I rake a spot on the beach so everyone can throw their towels down and it's not everything's covered in like goose shit. (laughs) <laughs> or uh, sometimes there's like litter or this this morning. I mean, it was just like branches and pine needles and stuff just from the from the wind. So um, so don't let that deter you. I'm basically trying to make the bar for entry so low and and eradicate any excuse with that. Um, I lead the breath work kind of how we just did there on the beach. You go for a dip. You stay in as long as you want to. Um, minimum effective dose is around like one to two minutes. Anything after that. And it's kind of your, your mental game, you know, but um, like I stayed in for 10 minutes today, but it's like, this is my fourth season doing it. 
So don't compare my step a thousand to your step one with that. And then if you want to get in contact with me, like I said, eight movement on, on Facebook, on Instagram until February 1st, then it will be the holistic ape. I can't wait to see the logo. I hope. Oh, it is delicious. It is so good. I'll uh, probably slide something. I'll slide a teaser into your DMS after this. It's, it's fucking awesome. I can't wait. (laughs) And I love you guys. Like the whole, the whole team. I'm so glad that you came on board and like are doing stuff with them because they're rad. You're yeah. rad. I think it just Thank it you. complete sense. And you guys are just all very, like, like I said before, calming and chill people. Mm-hmm. We're trying, you know, and it, it doesn't come without struggle. So if you want to hear about our struggles too, you could ask us and, and we will tell you exactly where it hurts and, and when it's hard. Um, for tattooing, I'm at Call of the Wild Tattoo with the rising prices of gloves and the availability of gloves becoming really scarce. Um, I don't take off my gloves to answer the phones anymore because half the time it's not worth it because we don't do walk-ins and we don't do piercings. And that's what most of the phone calls are about. So to anybody out there that wants to reach out to me to tattoos, if I do not respond, keep fucking hammering, uh, just blow it up. I'm not trying to ignore anybody, but it does get a little overwhelming. Just trying to play catch up all the time. So I'm, I'm not trying to be some hoity-toity douchebag and like be too good for anything. I'm just stressed out. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't think of that as you either. Hoity-toity would not be. Yeah. In I, your you know, they're like, oh, this guy doesn't want to do my tattoo. But like, I do if you want to wait for it because I'm booking into April right now. But it's like, wow. yeah, I'm not trying to overlook anybody. It's just shit's weird now. It's post Rona, and for locals, that is Call of the Wild Tattoo. Um, you just find us on social media. It's, it's pretty straightforward. My personal Instagram where I like to get kind of weird is uh, Wolf's Intent. So W-O-L-F-S and then Intent on the gram. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yes, that's me. go follow him if you're interested in any kind of something that's out of like the norm out of, we may, I'm going to bring him back on and we are going to discuss one of your other topics, but he talks about anything from drugs to not drugs. I don't want to say drugs. It's like psychedelics. It's like, <laughs> so you can do psychedelic medicine or uh, entheogens. Yes, thank you. Because I was like, I don't yeah. want to. Because that sounds really negative right away. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he does the research and like the in, information is mm-hmm. amazing. So um, we'll have to have you back on. I think that's what we need to talk. Yeah, about. that'd be fun. I want to talk about stuff that makes your mom blush. I want to talk about stuff that people don't want to talk about. I want to talk about stuff that's a little dirty and kind of exciting and like all that stuff. I'm about it. I love it. I thank you so much, Jake. Yeah, this thank you. So fun. That's so great. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.